Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah, praise be to my Allah. But let's see on that Juma, it's a wonderful day. My Allah is praiseworthy. So today on my episode, I'll be talking about what is Allah and what is Haram. Now, I don't mean that I'm going to give you a list of what is Haram in Islam and what is Allah in Islam. No, not like that. I want to understand how you should view Allah and how you should view Haram. And also, how can you actually detect what is right and what is wrong in Islam? So, normally, Allah means anything that is good that Almighty Allah actually allows in Islam. Why Haram means something that is bad and is prohibited in the course of our beautiful religion, Islam. So, the first source that you can actually bring out what is Allah and what is Haram is the Holy Quran. Because the Holy Quran is the only book bought by Almighty Allah, given to the prophets, to teach us the mankind as a form of guidance. So, everything you need, what is wrong, what is right, actually there. Now, if that is not sufficient enough, that's why we have the Hadith. However, actually very sufficient, but we have the Hadith that is what the prophet did. His lifestyle and everything, his words, everything is said. So all these things are also form of telling us what is wrong and what is right. Because the life of the prophet was one of a very great example. Now, the controversy that arrives out of the daily activities we embark nowadays is what there are some activities or some occasions, some events that didn't happen during the time of the prophet. So there's not a laid down way of dealing with it. Now, that brings a kind of um, like of difficulty in finding a good rule or what's kind of a good statement that okay, this is very right and this is very wrong because all those things nobody can actually tell us. There's nobody in great power to tell us that okay, this is right because the prophet um, didn't see it. But that's why we have Islamic scholars, jurists, and everything like that Islamic jurists, Islamic scholars, theologists, and the rest to help you because they have more knowledge of the Quran. They have read the Quran, know more about it, and also seen the lifestyle of the Prophet, and also can give us a lot of summary and toss a guideline to our new problem at hand. However, the mistake and the thing that caused a lot of um, the confusion, difficulties, is because of all these people are just human beings like us. Not like the Prophet, because the Prophet was a very great example and a very special human being. He couldn't lie, he was. All the kind of bad habits that human beings have now was removed from him. So anytime he said anything, you should know it's the truth. It can never be a lie. But nowadays, these Islamic jurists, theologists, and everything like that, they are also human beings just like us. And they have the ability to be biased. Now this kind of code of biasness makes it kind of difficult for us to believe some things. Now when they something is right and it's not right, because they, they want to use it for their own benefit, for their own, they want to use it to favor them, to make that particular rule favor them, and then your life being confused. However, the best solution anybody can give is that you should go back to the Holy Quran. Anybody finds something kind of strange, you should go back to the Holy Quran. And if you can't do that, the prophet already said in Adit 11 or another collection that you should leave the things you are doubtful of for the things you are not doubtful of. If you see that thing is becoming too ambiguous and you don't understand it, you have to just leave it so that you not do something that is haram, thinking that is halal. So just stay out of it. So there are two best ways you can actually figure your way out of it. Any kind of um, difficulty you're thinking, you're too in doubt, you don't understand if it's true or wrong. Just leave it alone. 
or rather you can go to the Quran search better or you can seek for some similar meanings go to the process that all these people also go through the Islamic theologists and Jews what process did they go through you can also go through that using the Holy Quran but sometimes that may end up being about it because same thing I did you may also come about about it becoming biased and the best the best thing you should do is just leave the things that is doubtful for the thing that is not doubtful now examples of things that is halal in Islam we all know that our prayers halal our zakat charity ibadah form of worship that is only by Almighty Allah's method those things are halal around things we know them like polygamy that is above four wives you understand and also we have fornication adultery backbiting and the rest so that's just all for today i told you that i just want to understand the concept of what is allowed and what is haram and i want to present to you the problem that we face nowadays that is the problem of being biased by the islamic theologists that is something that is wrong i want to say that it's wrong oh my islamic scholar said this is wrong and i said that oh this alpha said that oh it's very very right now who should you believe the best thing for you to do is just to leave it so that you will not be caught up in what is not right thanks for listening have a wonderful Jumma. don't forget to read yourself to carve have a blessed day thanks Thank you.